Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. New York's governor pledges to strengthen gun laws after the Buffalo Massacre. We're making some announcements on loopholes we found. I'm Marla Diamond in Midtown. Following a fight sparked by social media, Stanford considers banning cell phones in schools. I'm Sean Adams in Stanford. Masks are back in some schools in New Jersey as COVID cases continue to rise. Mayor Adams says money allocated to fix the BQE is not needed and won't be spent. The garden was rocking as the Rangers pulled it out in overtime in Game 7. They're heading to the second round of the playoffs now. It's Monday, May 16th. Good morning. I'm Mac Rosenberg. And I'm Paul Murdane. Craig Allen says it'll be a humid day with a good chance of strong thunderstorms later with wind and a low chance of tornadoes. High today of 78 degrees. And the accused Buffalo supermarket shooter had a previous run-in with police. They were called to his high school last year after he made threatening comments. The Times reports he said his post-graduation plans were to commit murder-suicide. But Peyton Gendron was never charged with a crime after saying it was a joke. The Buffalo massacre is also raising new questions about New York's gun laws. WCBS reporter Marla Diamond joins us with more on this. Marla. And Paul, with mass murder on his mind, the teen entered the supermarket armed with an AR-15 rifle that was he was able to purchase legally in New York. In fact, the gun owner said he did a background check and he didn't stand out because if he did, said the gun store owner, I would have never sold him the gun. Governor Hochul told NPR on Sunday that the enhanced magazine was not purchased here. What happened was this individual was able to go to another state, possibly Pennsylvania, which is literally 10 minutes from the border from where he lives, and acquire a high-capacity magazine that allows okay. 30 shots per round and have that added. So that's not legal in New York, So, but I'm going to continue looking at our gun laws. We're making some announcements on loopholes we found uh, in okay. a press conference on Tuesday. Meanwhile, Mayor Adams has planned a vigil for the victims of the shooting in Harlem tonight, and the governor has ordered flags at all state buildings to be flown at half-staff to honor the victims. Mac and Paul? And Marla, what are we hearing when it comes to uh, Peyton Gendron's social media history? On several of the Sunday talk shows, the governor demanded that the CEOs of social media platforms flag hate speech. Gendron was radicalized by the New Zealand shooter who shot 51 people, killed 51 people in a mosque in 2019. And assure all of us that they're taking every step humanly possible to be only monitoring this information. The killer live streamed the assault Hochul fears that could lead to copycat incidents.
Marla Diamond this morning on that story. Marla, masks are back in some schools in New Jersey this morning. In Metuchen, they're mandating face coverings again indoors. South Orange Maplewood School District is mandating masks at two of its schools, at Clinton and South Mountain Elementaries. Schools in Montclair, Patterson, and Newark have had the masking rules in place. Five out of the six regions across the state are now considered at high risk for COVID-19. Stamford could be moving closer to banning cell phones in schools after an attack involving middle school students was caught on camera. WCBS reporter Sean Adams is there this morning with more. Sean. Cell phones are ubiquitous, uh, indispensable tools for communicating, but sometimes they can lead to trouble. TikTok challenges, cyberbullying. Stanford is considering restrictions on cell phones in schools. The school board is exploring the issue following an attack on a middle school student. The advocate reports uh, the assault was sparked by social media. Five students set upon a classmate in a bathroom. That student suffered a head and a knee injury. In other incidents earlier in the year, students uh, have recorded fights. So the school board is uh, seeking input on this. Paul, Mac. Sean Sean Adams there in Stanford this morning. To the Weather Center with Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. A lot going on in the second half of today. That's right. This morning, all quiet, although you will feel that it's pretty mild and muggy. One of the warmest starts we've had to a day. And it could easily hit the 80-degree mark today in most areas, especially away from the water. But uh, the warmer it gets, the sunnier we uh, weather we have up until about mid or late afternoon, the worse the thunderstorms will get for late this afternoon and this evening. So showers and thunderstorms are likely anytime after 2, 3 o'clock or so, western suburbs, and then reaching the city right around evening commute time and clearing the east end of the island, ooh, 8, 9, 10 o'clock or so. Some could be strong to locally severe, meaning damaging winds as well as large hail. And there could also be some frequent cloud-to-ground lightning in that. Also, the small possibility, you can't rule it out in situations like this, that a tornado could spin up out of one of the more intense cells. For tonight, showers and thunderstorms ending, followed by clearing. Low 55 to 60, 50 to 55 inland. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, much more pleasant, seasonable, high 70 to 75. Wednesday, 68 coast to about 74 inland. The next chance of showers is Wednesday night. It's currently 68 degrees and the humidity up at 87%. And Mayor Adams is proposing to cut funding for what some say are critical repairs that are needed for a stretch of the BQE. And WCBS's Steve Burns has details from Brooklyn. It's obvious for anyone driving below or walking above, the BQE's triple cantilever structure through Brooklyn Heights has seen better days. Because I'm hearing every day from constituents who are freaked out. City Council Member Lincoln Ressler wants to see a little more action from the city on repairs. And if we don't act with extraordinary urgency and haste to preserve the structure for 20 years, we're not going to be able to implement a bold, transformative solution that we all know is necessary. But Mayor Adams is cutting funding for BQE fixes this year from $225 million down to $45 million. He claims the money isn't needed right now. We don't want to just have a padded book of stating that we allocated X number of dollars, which you're not going to spend during this fiscal year. The mayor promises they're not cutting any corners. We're never going to do anything that is going to jeopardize the structural safety or the soundness of the BQE. We're not going to do that. In Brooklyn, Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Well, this is hardly the first time local lawmakers have complained about helicopter noise over Manhattan. WCBS reporter Christy Kalishian with more on what they're doing now. New Yorkers' windows have rattled enough. This is not just an inconvenience. This is 
a health crisis. Representative Gerald Nadler, along with his colleagues, Representatives Carolyn Maloney and Nydia Velasquez, announced the Helicopter Safety and Noise Management Act. Over the past 50 years, there have been at least 30 helicopter crashes in our city, many of which have been fatal. Despite this, the FAA has done nothing to show that they understand the urgency that New Yorkers have felt. The bill calls for the creation of a commission that outlines a plan to reduce the use of non-essential helicopter flights in the city. The 311 hotline reports about 20,000 noise complaints because of them last year alone. Manhattan Borough President Mark Levine. My message to the tourists, you don't need a helicopter ride. Here's something radical. Walk. Walk the neighborhoods of Manhattan and New York City. It's the best way to experience our city. And if you want a view, go to the top of the Empire State Building. At the 34th Street Heliport, Christy Kalishian, WCBS News Radio, 880. Good morning, I'm Mac Rosenberg. And I'm Paul Bernane on the Morning News Roundup with your three things to know. Number one, 18-year-old accused Buffalo shooter Peyton Gendron made threatening comments at his upstate high school last year. Police were called, but Gendron was never charged. Number two, Game 7 belongs to the Rangers. They were down 3-1 in the series, but clawed their way back to oust the Penguins last night. The final 4-3 in overtime, Artemi Panarin scored the game-winning power play goal. And, and number in three, overtime. Yeah, in overtime, there the garden was rocking. Number three here, uh, rough weather on the way this afternoon. And the commute home will include strong winds and thunderstorms, maybe even hail, and maybe even the possibility of tornadoes. While the FBI is investigating the Buffalo massacre as racially motivated violent extremism, President Joe Biden is planning to visit Buffalo tomorrow. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer knows the supermarket well. I remember like it was yesterday when I was just standing outside the brand new top supermarket on Jefferson Avenue. I worked hard to bring this grocery store to the east side of Buffalo because the community deserved it. It was a much needed oasis in what was then a total food desert. But what we didn't know is how much this tops would become a neighborhood hub and gathering place. Many, I'm sure so many of you shop there. It's where you buy food on the way home from church before the Bills games. It's where you see your friends and relatives and catch up. Buffalo is the city of good neighbors and nowhere else is that truer and on the east side. And Schumer says racism is still, as he puts it, the poison of America. The average price of a gallon of gas is approaching $5 in New York City. AAA's Robert Sinclair Jr. says the price of diesel fuel is even worse. There's no relief in sight with wholesale gasoline and diesel prices significantly higher in the past week, and the busy summer driving season rapidly approaching, which increases demand and price. And the price of crude oil surged over $110 a barrel this past week, the highest number since late March. Uber Eats is testing out food delivery via self-driving car. The two pilot programs are happening in Los Angeles. They'll test out short delivery routes in West Hollywood and some longer trips around Santa Monica. Some of the cars will have robots in them. Others will be controlled by humans remotely who will be able to slow the car down when it approaches the destination. Customers will be able to unlock the card for their food with a passcode. What a world, huh? That is today's Morning News Roundup on WCBS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 